questions from quarantine. Hi, so hi. Thank you for uh, joining us for another week of questions from quarantine. Uh, this week, I've been getting a lot of questions just in light of things that are happening both in the news in our state uh, and around our city regarding when are we going to open up as a church. And uh, I think the way I'd like to phrase that, if I was going to combine all of the questions into just one question for this week, it would be this. What will guide our plan to emerge from quarantine? Are there any rules? Are there any expectations that we as a church have in order to be able to open once again and be what we used to be? Uh, in Proverbs 28, verse 26, it says, Whoever trusts his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that we have been doing as a church and that I have been doing personally is seeking the mind of uh, other leaders, other people, uh, both within our community and around the state, been asking folks what it is that is guiding their plan to emerge out of quarantine. And instead of giving you the full plan, uh, which is what we intend to do on the website starting next Wednesday, uh, we will begin to put the bones of a plan together. And as each part of that plan comes together, we will have one spot where you can go back and find all of those details. It'll be on our website starting next Wednesday. What I wanted to give you were the, the guiding principles. What is it that's going to help us form that plan? And there's four rules, basically, that we're following. The four are this. Is it legal? Is it safe? Is it possible? Is it wise? That first one, is it legal? Uh, we've already talked in the last couple of weeks about the expectation of Scripture, that we would obey the governing authorities. Uh, we want to make sure that we are following the legal guidelines that are on us right now today. As believers, we are to be in subjection to our governing authorities. Now, there's been a lot of discussion lately about whether or not uh, those governing authorities are overreaching. Uh, have they gone beyond their boundaries? Are they acting in a way that's imprudent or unwise or unkind? Are they somehow cutting into Christians' rights differently than they are others? And I think those are all good discussions to be having. If I could sum up my understanding right now, the best way to express this to you, uh, my, my understanding is this. As Christians, we are to stand up when there is injustice, when there are things that violate Scripture. If we are told that we cannot share the gospel uh, if we are told that we cannot do uh, what Scripture expects us to do as believers, then we are to do what God expects rather than what man expects. Right now, we are not being asked to violate any of those things or to act differently than the rest of the world is being asked to act. Think about it. Is it possible that some have attached evil intentions to individuals, city officials, government leaders, who are actually just men and women overwhelmed by an unforeseen and highly complicated task? I believe checks and balances are important, but let us start from a position of humility, yielding for the sake of others. So the first question that will guide our plan is, is it legal? Second one is, is it safe? We're going to take all of the appropriate precautions within our capacity uh, at the church, uh, we want to make sure we're doing everything possible to flatten the curve. 
need to have a reminder that the goal is not to eradicate this. We, we can't uh, get rid of corn or the uh, coronavirus right now, but in quarantine, we've been able to see the curve flatten. Our hospital is not being overwhelmed with patients. As long as that is happening, we're going to do whatever is safe, using all of those precautions available to make sure that more people aren't just thrown into one tight space. We're going to be mindful about how to go about that and keep people safe. Also being aware there are some that will not be safe for a long time. So whatever plan that we have in place needs to accommodate for those who must stay home or be in a separate location? How will we make sure we're still ministering to them as well as to the mass that we'll meet at the church? Our plan needs to incorporate both, and our, our intention is to do that. Is it legal? Is it safe? Third, is it possible? We, we have about 2,000 people that call Salem Heights Church home that are regular attenders in that place. Under the current guidelines, it would take about 100 meetings for us to be able to see everybody on a campus once during the week. In other words, with Matt and Pete and I doing regular meetings about five to eight a day, it would take us all week to be able to meet with everybody one time on campus. Is it possible? That may be possible. But is that the way that we can best serve the church? Our plan needs to incorporate what is possible in the most thoughtful way. Uh, because of that, our phase one opening is going to rely heavily on small groups meeting in homes. We're going to be praying about how we can meet with more and more leaders that would be able to minister to others, still meeting in small groups, but meeting also the requirements of the day in order to keep everybody safe. Is it legal? Is it safe? Is it possible? But finally, is it wise? If I return back to that last illustration, we have about 2,000 people, three individuals, plus a worship team in each of those rooms meeting up to eight times a day. We could maybe do that one week or even two, but very quickly we would see our staff get stressed. Our people would not be getting the best from the servants that are meeting their need and ministering to them. That would not be a wise plan. But also it is wise, according to scripture, to duplicate yourself. Uh, the goal in Scripture is that where two or three are gathered together, there I am in their midst. We have uh, a plan for church that does not mean that everybody has to meet in one place at one time in order for us to finally be home. We, in fact, haven't done that for years at Salem Heights. We've had at least two services. What we're talking about now is a wise plan that would incorporate multiple services slowly reducing the number of services as we are able to add to the number of people that are capable of meeting in one place at a time until someday we are able to do uh, large services where we can all once again hug it out and worship and praise God without anything hindering us. We do believe that day is coming and we're praying that you will pray with us that that day would hasten. We want to incorporate a plan, a good plan, that is legal, safe, possible, and wise. And we're praying that the Lord will make that happen quickly, if possible. We do want you to be aware that starting next Wednesday, we're going to be putting some of these uh, plans online. If you want to be informed, just go to the church website. We'll make sure that there is an easy link for you to go to there so you don't have to remember 
where it was on which episode that we talked about this. You'll actually be able to go to one spot and see the plan as it develops. If you would want to be a part of that plan, you want to be somebody who rings in or says, hey, I'd like to offer a suggestion or those, if you would just send that to info at salemheightschurch.org and let them know that, uh, or let uh, Gina know at that place that you'd like to be a part of that discussion, we will help you to be a part of that discussion. We anticipate that many of you will want to ring in. We're eager to hear from you. Until then, uh, we love you and we're thankful that you call Salem Heights Church home. Pray for us as leaders as we negotiate this next stage of the coronavirus and quarantine. God bless you.